Welcome, everyone, to another webisode of Insider's Look at Grand Canyon. I'm Ranger Patrick, and I'm here with Ranger Peg to talk about a very special visit we had from a very important person and family. Good to see you again, Pat. That's right. President Obama and his family visited Grand Canyon National Park back in August, and I got to meet them. Wow, what a great honor. What did you and the first family talk about? Well, of course we talked about Grand Canyon, but we also talked about change. Change, as you know, is a pretty powerful force of nature and helped create Grand Canyon. But we talked about another type of change, climate change. Ah, yeah. I've been hearing a lot about climate change lately. Grand Canyon, as well as the Earth's climate, has been changing for hundreds of millions of years. And that change has been recorded in the rock layers we see before us. Now we're hearing more and more about the effects of modern-day climate changes. Scientists are concerned because the climate is changing faster than ever before and believe that people are the main cause of this. So will we see the impacts of climate change here at Grand Canyon? Unfortunately, the answer is probably yes. Well, how so? Well, with average temperatures expected to raise 6 to 8 degrees, weather is expected to become hotter and more extreme. So hotter heat waves, longer droughts, and more intense rain and snowstorms. Now, even though we might get more rain and snow on the ground, it'll be so dry that it won't soak in well. So where will all that extra water go? Over the rim, resulting in more flash floods. Not good for our trails. But that's not all. Trees will have a harder time trying to adapt to the higher temperatures. Hotter temps mean less available water and more bugs that like to attack trees. Bark beetle outbreaks, fostered by warmer temperatures, mild winter, and drought, have already killed 66% of pinyon pines near Flagstaff, Arizona. We're likely to see an increase in wildfires as well. Aren't we already seeing that? You're right. A recent study found that since 1987, higher spring and summer temperatures and earlier snowmelt have already contributed to a four-fold increase in western wildfires. I remember we had several fires in the park this year. Most of these fires, about 80%, were allowed to burn to help reduce available fuels and restore healthy forest ecology. Our ecology here is naturally fire-resistant, especially our ponderosa pines. However, more wildfires and hotter temps mean higher levels of air pollution. Doesn't most of the air pollution now in the park come from upwind sources to our southwest, like Los Angeles and Las Vegas? You're right about that. Wow, I can't imagine that our plant and animal species are going to like all of these changes. That's probably true if they aren't able to move or adapt. And we're already seeing desert animals move to higher elevations in the park. Yeah, I just saw some javelina near my house the other day, and a visitor thought they saw a roadrunner by park headquarters not too long ago. Those animals are commonly seen in lower deserts, but are now moving to higher elevations as desert temperatures become too hot even for them. What can you do to help counteract the effects of climate change right now? Grand Canyon National Park is currently taking several steps towards helping offset our carbon footprint. We're learning how to become more green by becoming a climate-friendly park. What's a climate-friendly park? Well, the Climate-Friendly Parks Program, a collaboration of the National Park Service and the Environmental Protection Agency, provides national parks with management tools and resources to address climate change. Grand Canyon National Park will hold a Climate-Friendly Parks Workshop on October 14th and 15th. We hope to bring together staff, community members, local nonprofits, schools, including Northern Arizona University, and other stakeholders to discuss the future of the park. Sounds pretty intensive. Well, first, we have to figure out how big our carbon footprint is by completing an emissions inventory of all of the greenhouse gases in the entire park. Then, we'll create an action plan based on all those findings and use the data to determine exactly how to lower our emissions. Finally, we help people understand what we're doing and what they can do to help be more climate-friendly during their visit here and at home. 
Is there anything we're doing right now to help be more climate friendly? Sure, we're already doing a lot. We're offering mass transit to visitors. Grand Canyon National Park just bought 20 new, clean-burning, fuel-efficient buses. And five of those buses were purchased with funds from the Stimulus Act. We're also already using alternative sources of green energy. 84 solar panels were installed to convert energy from the sun directly into electricity we can use. They were donated by Arizona Public Service, the largest utility company in Arizona. And those panels provide enough energy to offset 30% of the visitor center's electricity use and reduce our carbon dioxide output by 20 tons per year. What about recycling? I'm always seeing recycling bins around the park. You're right, of course we recycle. As a matter of fact, we have one of the best recycling programs around. We want everyone to learn about how climate change may affect Grand Canyon and all national parks and learn about what we can do to help make better choices for our future. Looks like we have our work cut out for us. So it's up to you folks out there. Come to Grand Canyon National Park and learn about climate change and how you can do your part to help us protect America's best idea. Ranger Peg, I want to thank you so much for coming on the show, Insider's Look at Grand Canyon, and sharing this important information with us. No problem, Pat. I'm glad to be a part of it. We'll catch you folks next time.